Ooh, okay, y'all. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. Okay, so where was I? Oh yeah, different world. Um, I cannot believe that it's been thirty-five years. I cannot believe it has been thirty-five years, y'all, since a different world. <clears throat> that show was and still is the shit like that show is what inspired people to go to co- inspired black young people to go to college and they tackled all kind of issues racism um date rape um homophobia even racism within the own black community the episode about mammy um uh sororities you know, the infamous step show, which is one of my favorite episodes. But we saw so many guest stars on there, like we did on the Cosby show. You know, they had Tupac, Lena Horn, um, Patty LaBelle, Gladys Knight, uh, Tisha Campbell, Whoopi Goldberg. So many people were on that show. And it's still relevant to this day. Still relevant. Hello, mother. Um now this show right here. If y'all have not watched Jeffrey Dahmer, y'all need to watch it. Y'all need to watch it. It is a good, good show. And I actually have a clip of Niecy Nash explaining the character she played. So let's take a look. A very pivotal moment was to play Glenda Cleveland when she had to go into that church and see the family of this baby she tried to help. The police were right there and they walked him right back into Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. I believe for one of two reasons. One, because it was a black woman complaining and calling them to do something. And two, because they believed what they stumbled on was a same-sex couple that Jeffrey Dahmer said, oh, I'm in a relationship, this is my boyfriend. I think it was homophobia on one hand and not having that much respect for a black woman on the other hand. So by the time she walks into the church and has to look at that family, the mother is wailing, the family is grieving, and look at that father and say, I tried. I wish I could have done more. I knew something was wrong. And I never should have trusted the police when they said everything was okay. The pain of that moment To watch a parent grieving the loss of a child when under different circumstances it could have been prevented. It's just, it's painful. Ooh, that's heavy. That's heavy. And what she's saying is true. That's true to grieve the loss of a child and to know that the police escorted that baby who was only 14 back into that apartment. But like she said, it was homophobia on one hand and the respect of a black woman on another hand. But y'all go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's 10 episodes. They are about 45 minutes uh, long, but 
they don't show the gruesome stuff. Thank the Lord. They don't show the gruesome deaths, but they give you an idea of what he did. And he truly was a monster. But we're going to go something lighthearted. Bye-bye. When I tell you no one walks into the room and commands a room, like this woman, right her. Don't nobody come in a room like Janet. Y'all know that's my queen, baby. Look at that. She's sitting there at Paris Fashion Week with uh, Anna Wintour, the editor-in-chief in Vogue, Doja Cat, and Erica Badu. Janet, we need a we need a collab between you, Doja, and Erica, or you and Erica, or you and Doja. We need a collab, baby. Oh, oh. Anyway, I'm not gonna keep y'all waiting any longer. We got some comments. We got some comments. We got some comments. Yeah, Niecy Nash performance was amazing. Top notch. Top notch. If she does not get a Oscar or no, she'll get an Emmy, not an Oscar. Sorry, Oscars for the movies. If she don't get an Emmy, she damn sure gonna get an NAACP because oh, oh, oh. See, look at that. My guest already. You know, she commenting. You know, everything. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. And we got some questions too. We got some questions for you, girl. So without further ado, I'm not going to keep y'all waiting any longer. Actually, we're going to switch rooms. We're going to leave the main room. Y'all know I like being in the main room. When I have guests, I take them to the lounge. We go into the pink lounge. Boop. There we go. So this is more better. See my couches. You know, we can relax. We're in the VIP section. And y'all in that VIP section, y'all get a fucking drink and sit the fuck down. Sit your asses down. Sit your asses down. Y'all know we don't serve no food in here. We got drinks. We got drinks. And y'all in the smoking section, make sure y'all in the, the weed section and make sure y'all in the cigarette sections. Y'all know we got two sections now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Y'all speak. Speak, damn it. Y'all got mouths. Y'all got keyboards. Y'all got phones. Y'all be. Damn. So without further ado, she is a former Miss Large and Lovely and a title holder of one of my favorite pageants that I plan on competing one day when I retire. She is a former MBU grand. You know, you got to say grand like that, you know, because she's MBU grand. Savannah Westbrook. Hey, you, I love you. Hey, you. I, no, I ain't going to do that shit because I can't sound like you. <laughs> you know, I'm sick, hey, so my, my throat ain't strong. How are you? Child, they said, they you, said, uh, somebody sent me a text. They said they can't comment, so they can't gotta... comment. It's public. I don't know. It's, they said, I don't know why it's public. They can comment. My page is public. I don't know why. Oh, they, said, they, they said you got to go out and come back in. Oh, uh, hell, see, they said you got to go out and come back in. Not, not us, them. The oh, they gotta go. Okay, I was gonna say, Chad, we done go out and come back in through the back door so many times. I done no, checked no, the no. fire extinguishers. Damn. Gotta, oh, those people that can't comment, go out and come back in. So, I want to go. I want to jump into the questions. Oh my okay. god! Because somebody sent me a question, girl. It was so juicy. I, I said I can't wait to ask her this question. Oh, <laughs> so Aaron in Denver wants to know have you ever felt 
attracted to any of your guests that were in the cabaret, either performing or not. Oh, yeah. That's the juicy one. Yeah, of course. I mean, I would assume so. It's human nature. Hell. Yeah, it's human nature. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's human nature. Uh, Shit, who hasn't been attracted? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely a... Uh, I'm definitely a gay man, and uh, when I have uh, male performers, I, you know, yeah. Of course, it's, it's natural. So we always it's natural. Yeah, you have. I, we're always exactly, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a very. I'm gonna tell y'all when I went to perform for her, and actually, let me backtrack. The first time she saw me, I was hosting Sensity Infernal Drag Brunch, and she was. Um, Right behind the VIP section. She didn't want to be seen. She didn't want people to know where she was. But she wanted them to know she was in the building. And as as you were leaving, you yelled out your car window like a ghetto black man. We're going to work together. We're going to work together. I was like, okay. Oh, 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 okay. I'm still coming down from the high performer, but okay. And sure enough, a year later, boom. Well, was it a year? Yeah, a year later, boom. There it is. And when I tell y'all, Savannah's very professional, it's a very warm, welcoming environment. We laugh, we kiki, you know, we we hit the herbs a little bit, you know, to relax. Because we need to hit the herbs to relax. Because I'm going to tell y'all, it's not easy. Whether you're performing in front of a camera or in front of live people, it's not easy. The nerves are still there. Mm -hmm. um, and her assistant at the time was very lovely. I got to see uh, her lovely husband, Fred. I'm gonna Every time I see Fred, I'm like, baby, you like a unicorn because it's a rare sight to see you. It's rare. It's very rare. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing I can say. Your husband and my boyfriend have in common. It's rare if someone sees them out because they've already been out. They've done that. They cool. It's mm -hmm. like if they come out, they just coming out to support us. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then they ready to go five minutes after they got there. Yeah. That's very friends. <laughs> so the other question I have uh, is from Kathy from New York City. She actually had two questions because I gave people the option to ask two questions. She said, one is, where do you see the cabaret in five years? And who had the biggest impact on your life, past or present? Um, where do I see the cabaret in five years? Uh, the most sought out uh, drag show in all of Las Vegas, in all of America, to be very fair. Mm. I would probably go as far as to say the world. Like I, I we are. It's going to be the most exclusive, most glamorous show you can imagine for mm. twenty five people. Wow, wow. You know, I think after COVID, I think a lot of people would would appreciate a smaller amount of people, mm. uh, especially with an armed security guard. Just a safe environment to have a good time, an hour and a half show, uh, dancers, effects, the whole nine yards, and then you're going about. And you know what? I I watch, you know, I pop in on your lives every now and again, whether I'm at home or I'm at work, I pop in. And um, I got your ass good the other night. I got you real good. Uh you didn't think I was gonna jump in that live, but I got I, you. I did not. <laughs> I'm gonna get Phoenix when I see him. And boom, I popped out. I said, What's up? What's going on? What's up, baby? No. Um I can say 
I'm trying to be more like you when it comes to being going on live and stuff. Cause you go on live, you're very open um, with the drag life. You are showing people the behind the scenes of the cabaret, which is coming together and it's looking so amazing. Oh Thank my you. God. I cannot wait to step foot in there, girl. I got to get me a whole new outfit. Shit. Thank you. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be something now. I'm trying to come in like Anna went to a sunglasses on and just sit there. Just like, no, I'm here for Savannah. No, thank you. <laughs> it's going to be one amazing show. I, I, it's it's going to be amazing. It's yeah. going to be amazing. And you just performed what for the first time since COVID in person. Yeah. Well, uh, well not since COVID in person, but in about a year and a half, almost two years in person. Um, so I, I'm, I'm a outside messy. of my own show, I should say, working okay. with someone else's show outside of my own because we traveled with our show mm -hmm. uh, before we decided to get a space. Right, right, yeah. Because I remember you uh, when I was coming on the show, you were getting ready to head to was it Baltimore back in June last year? I think it might have been. Or was it this year? Was it June of this year? I was on the show, and I think you were either going to Baltimore or Dallas. It might have been, oh no! I might have been. I can't uh, remember, been but yeah, you are always it. traveling, and yeah. oh, you froze. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I don't know. Oh, oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. I know Cox is, they, they claim to be the best. Cox came, claim to be the best, but they not the best. So, let's start back from the beginning. Doing wonders for my stomach. Lord Jesus. Now I know what it feels like. Cramps. It's not nice. Damn. <laughs> was savannah westbrook conceived how was um so i had I, I grew up in the church but like there were you know the gays in the church they all know each other and so some of them were my family they were uh ex like extended cousins of the family and mm -hmm. um i it started the the ball scene i was walking drag space and uh uh real drags realness church lady realness mm -hmm. and uh then one day i went into maneuvers because like i was i wasn't old enough to go into the bars but in drag as long as you had an id that said mm -hmm. you were over 21 they cannot say that that's not you i just need a male id and i'm in drag and i'm in the club right. so uh <laughs> to, not to do that all you young gays out there watching However, that is the way to get in the club. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the way back in the day, child. Shit, you had to get in where you fit in. Drag, baby. If you want to be in that club, you got to get in drag, honey. You got to get you somebody ID that's older than you because they cannot tell you that's not you mm -hmm. on that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I got into the club and I started performing and um, it just felt right. It felt, it, everything about it was just, even though I was horrible, you know, and I just felt that you just feel at home. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and it's not that you were horrible; you were just inexperienced. That's oh, all. I was horrible now. 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> For years. Yeah. People, oh. we like to give those those light, those nice, those niceties. Like, oh, we were just inexperienced. Not horrible. Inexperienced. Yes. Yeah, horrible. horrible. <laughs> Call a spade a spade. Call a spade a spade. Horrible. <laughs> I was hard. I was. I, 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 I didn't move gingerly. I wasn't moving like a lady. I was definitely moving like a sir. Uh, built like a sir, walk like a sir, talk, yeah, all of that. So, uh, uh, horrible. Ooh, ooh horrible. girl, don't make me laugh too hard. Damn, that's oh my god, I was horrible. So, so who I guess it's safe to say some of the inspiration of your drag kind of came from church and um, and what you saw around you and stuff like that. Like, most of us, we see what it's around us and we kind of get inspired and we at times try to emulate what we see but then as we get older we start to come into our own and we figure out who we were so who inspired your style so when i first started i guess i did kind of want to be like my grandmother and all of them and then i started watching designing women and oh yes and um the Cosby Show, mm. Golden Girls, and things like mm-hmm. on Designing Women, Julia Sugar Baker, what her aesthetic, how she entered the room, how she commanded the room, uh, always impressed me. My last name mm-hmm. was going to be Sugar Baker for a very long time because I wanted to be a Sugar Baker. Uh, and then uh, Suzanne Sugar Baker, her, her, the way she dressed, the way uh, she was, you know, looked the most wealthy, she acted the most wealthy. I love that about her. And then Claire Huxtable, I love how she could give the facts. She was always elegant. She was always beautiful, intelligent. Uh, she didn't have to stoop to your level. She could uh, get you together with the facts and the facts alone. Uh, mm-hmm. Diane Carroll, like all of those people, uh, uh, B. Arthur, Rue McClanahan, had all, all of the Golden Girls, essentially. Mm. All, all of them have been molded into who Savannah is. Because mm-hmm. I don't mind, a lot of people, especially when it comes to us pageant girls, they assume that you you've got to be a certain way like i don't mind my wig falling off i don't mind making a joke out of because in my world this is entertainment and mm-hmm. the goal is to be entertaining mm-hmm. i know mm-hmm. that i'm beautiful i know from head to toe i know that i can be put together like none other that's why i won both pageants on my first try mm. um, but i can't take it too seriously because otherwise it's not fun anymore Exactly. Exactly. And and like you said, and you can't we, read me. I don't give no. shit what you say. You you can read Ray, but you cannot read Savannah Westbrook. Right. And, and, and you're you're definitely hating. And you know it's so funny because like you said, if a wig fall off, that's happened to many of performers. Can't not one performer say their wig ain't fell off at one point in time. And when it does, you keep going. You just go with it. Shit, I've seen it so many wigs. It definitely fell off tonight. I felt it going, and I just let it go. To be very fair, I felt it going, and I was like, "Fuck it, let it go." Girl, you <laughs> like that uh that video that's going around Instagram. The lady talks, she sit on the couch, the wig. She said, "Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even reach it." <laughs> yes, Baby, child, and that, and you know what? It's so funny watching you perform. I definitely get the church influence it gives me very gives me very you know clark sisters you know very old school drag and Mm -hmm. and the thing with pageant too people don't realize pageant girls a lot of times they're meant to be very poised and they have to be on and like everything has to be perfect and it's hard it's very hard and i just i mean i 
I've said it so many times. I've said it for years. Drag queens make the world go round for me. Growing up in LA, going to my first drag show, I was like, what the hell is this? This is fabulous. But when I was able to venture out and go to Atlanta, I said, damn, Atlanta ain't got shit on LA. And then even out here, Vegas has their own estate. Wait, and it's wait. So every, it's nice. Wait, hold on, wait, wait. Atlanta ain't got, ain't got what on LA? Shit on LA. LA. The girls what? I've seen in LA. What? You saying what? Atlanta girls don't have nothing on uh, LA girls? Is Some of them, not saying? all of them. Some. Girl, get out. Some. You stupid. She's stupid. Get out. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. Get out. Of here. <laughs> you sound. You sound. Some, not all. Some. I'll, I'll say this. Right. At the time, I was young. I was in my twenties, early twenties. Clearly. Early twenties. But when Obviously. I when I said that. It was one of the performers I saw. She came out. She had this gorgeous. I never one. forget. It. She had this. So you, gorgeous... so you took that one and said, <laughs> you took that one and said, when you go to Mickey's, you don't see a lot of black back in back in the day. You don't see a lot of black girls perform at Mickey's. You saw a lot of white girls. So to see a mm -hmm. black drag queen performer come out elegant and looking fierce, and mm -hmm. she was trans on top of that. That made it even so much better. When you went to Atlanta, where did you go exactly? It was, I never forget it. It was a club. I don't think it's there anymore. It was called Sapphire. How long ago was this? 2012. Oh, you definitely went to the wrong place. And you definitely didn't see at, uh, at uh, Atlanta Girls. I'm a little offended. <laughs> oh, I, well, I, I, am, I, I am very South Southern Drake. There is nothing like Southern Drake. Take, Texas and Atlanta have oh, the yeah. very best drag in the country. Oh, yeah. Texas and Atlanta have the best drag in all the country. Wait a minute. Did I just say Atlanta ain't got shit on LA? Girl, I read. Oh, forgive me. My words, I mixed it up. I meant to say LA ain't got shit on Atlanta. At Damn. Okay, there we go. That's now, what I meant to say. So saying. sorry. I'm so now sorry. Yeah. Okay. We're on the same page now. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was I saw... going to call some people. Girl. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, when I went to when I went to Atlanta, I was in awe. Like I saw this other drag queen. She did Beyonce. She gave you the Beyonce. Had the fan in front of her. Had ten damn dancers. She she did the damn thing. Then the bitch tried to hit on me uh, <laughs> while she was still in drag. I was like, oh no, girl, no, 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 no. Oh yeah, that, uh -uh. that's how they do. That's how they do. I was like, girl, I ain't no lesbian. I'm not a lesbian. What, that, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that mean? For it, me, that's me. For me, when I tell a drag queen, I ain't no lesbian, meaning, I mean, like, I'm a psychological woman. I'm not a biological. And when I see you in drags, you are a woman to me. Girl, we're not about to be bumping purses. That's what we're not about First to do. Of all, okay, so, because, you know, that's a, that's something that annoys me about our community. First of all, at the end of the day, what, what I know you're not going to turn down, if Tyler Perry walked up to you, a drag queen, you're not turning Tyler Perry down. You're going to throw that thing back four ways. If, 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 if anybody else, if anybody else that has been on anybody's Oscar, Emmy, or other stage, uh, uh, Tyler Perry, uh, Eddie Murphy, uh, Martin Lawrence, any of those drag queens, <laughs> you are going. Why? Because it's a job. We have turned it in our community <laughs> to where it's not a job. It's a sexual preference. No child, it's a job. 
and some of the most beautiful women in the world have gigantic uh, penises. This is true. This is true. I am one of them. This is very true. Oh, oh, all right. Y'all, y'all know we keep it real on this show, so y'all know we keep it real. We see every, we say any and everything. I let people know. Don't have your kids in the room because we cuss. We say any and everything. We talk about it all. We talk about it all, child. So, I want to know how did it feel performing that Soulful Sunday? I was I was a nervous wreck the entire time. Really, an absolute nervous wreck. Yeah. Why were you nervous? I'm always nervous. The and, whole, uh, most times the most times until the the music starts. Once the music starts, I'm ter- But before I'm I mean, uh, stomach butterflies. My hands are palmy. I mean, my hands are sweaty. The whole nine yards. I'm always very very nervous. Uh, for me, I. I, I no matter where you are in my mind you're working people pay mm-hmm. to come and see you people are here to see you you've got to put your very best forward mm-hmm. and it's stressful sometimes with me because for me i overthink everything so i can't just put, i can't just go in and say okay i'm just gonna do a show no we've got to make sure that it's worth them seeing we got to make sure we look good we, mm-hmm. the, the makeup is right the hair is right the outfit is right we got to yeah. smell good all of those mm-hmm. things because all, all of those are a factor of a good show before yeah. you do anything the people will smell you and see you and or they see you so if, uh if you're if they don't if you don't grab them by your look and, and then if you do get them with performance and you run past them and you smell like who did it and why now you've lost them because mm-hmm. you're sitting there dressed like a woman and you smell like a linebacker. You've got to be consistent. That's true. That is true. It's true. Every That's element true. has has got to be cared about to a yeah. point where, for me, drag is like, if I see you, I don't care what type of drag it is. I love drag. I just mm-hmm. need to know what it is when I see it. I shouldn't look at you and try to have to figure it out. Like, what the fuck right. is going on here? Right. You know? And that's the good thing about drag. There's all different types of drag and there's room for everybody. Well, here's the I thing. Mean, there's only two types of drag, to be very fair. There's good drag, which mm. encompasses all type of drag. Mm-hmm. And then there's bad drag, which encompasses <laughs> all types of drag. This is true. There's this, good and bad drag. It's true. I, I don't, It's safe to say there's different genres of drag. Yeah, we can say it like that. There's different there's genres. A lot of genres but you know, the pageant girls, your comedy queens, yeah, your rock queens. Mm-hmm. It's good, good and bad. It's true. Good and bad. <laughs> it's true. That's true. It's good and bad. Yeah, it's so true. And um, I'm the same way. For me, whenever you know I perform. I'm always nervous, like you said. Once that music starts, let's yeah, let's go. Once the music let's starts, go. I'm always nervous. Getting it's, it's it's go time. It's now or never. Yeah, because I yeah. I get nervous. I get nervous when I know someone's before me, and I know their song is about to end. It's like, oh, bitch, here we go. Goddamn, here we go. But once I get out there and you feel that energy, oh, it's like you are on top of the world. Oh, my God. And I just be in the zone with my stuff. And I hear people shouting and everything. And it feels good. And 
seeing someone smile when you come up to them, that makes it all worth it for me. It makes it all because it's like I did my job. If I can give you at least four or five minutes of happiness or you forgetting about what's going on out there, that's good. That's good. So how did the Westbrook Cabaret come about? Because, I mean, it it gives me very, very juke joint vibes, you know, classy, but very juke joint where people can come and just relax, kick your shoes off, have a good time. I mean, damn, if this was a color purple girl, you'd be shook. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely be shook. Uh, so it, it happened just like everybody else's. I mean, I wasn't the only one that started a drag show during COVID online. Everybody mm-hmm. did it. I sat back really for over a month, uh, with almost two months, really, uh, to just see what everybody else was doing and how it went. And mm-hmm. so then I started and it just it happened and I did all my research and it, it just it just grew. And then I was it, in the height of COVID, we would our shows lasted about five hours. You know, wow. we would I would perform for five hours straight just about and we would keep an audience of fifteen hundred or better all five hours. Ooh. We were giving away a thousand dollars a show. Uh, it was it was the show. It, wow. And it still is the show. We're the only one that has a consistent online drag show. Right. That, that right. has been going on since COVID. The only, we're the only one that is selling tickets online for our online drag show. And it's a phenomenal show. We're the it only is. Every, three times a week. We're mm-hmm. the only one that has taken what started during COVID. When every COVID has been gone, people have been back in bars the whole nine yards. People come and see me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And when we open our our doors here in Las Vegas, they'll see me Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And so- oh wow! So I know the the Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, there's like different themes. I know Wednesdays like Worship Wednesdays. What is Monday and Friday? What are those things? Monday and Friday are just show. I, I well, once we get into our space, each show will be uh, it'll be um, categorized as either like Whitney or Tina or whatever it may be. Uh, but now that now that we have the space, uh, we we're doing we're getting ready to do a, a male burlesque show uh, on Thursdays. Uh, we've got uh, my husband, which is DJ Sit and Spin, and the Go Go Boys. They'll be on Tuesdays, so we'll still have Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then we're going to do a show on Saturday, which would, uh, you know, bring in new talent and all of that. Nice, nice. You got me hyped. I can't wait to see it now. Ooh, Jesus, I'm about to be broke. It looks good in there. We are. We. It looks really, really good in there so far. Mm, mm. We're, we're nowhere near done. Well, we're close to done, but we still got quite a few um, very main elements to throw in the mix. Okay. Okay. Have you, are you doing this all yourself? Like all the construction and stuff? Um, I have uh, a friend of mine uh, hooked me up with a contractor that has been helping me do it. Like in the dressing room, we had to widen the door and lift it, raise it higher so that way head pieces and all mm. of that big dresses, all that can get through with ease. Uh, we had to put in a new toilet, a new vanity. Um, we had to do all the floors, redo the floors. So I, I went the cheap route. We painted and then we polyurethane. Well, not polyurethane, but we uh, uh, epoxied the floors. Mm-hmm. 
We've got a DJ booth. We've hung so far as 22 uh, disco balls. There'll be a, a, a total number of 38 wow. uh, disco balls. Three of them will be spinning. Um, we've got, so far, we've got 18 lights um, uh, hung up. We'll, about when we're done, we'll have a total of 33 lights. Oh my God. Uh, up lighting, down lighting. There's four sets of curtain. Uh, it is. It, it 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 will be when people when you when you turn the corner, I want people's heart to drop into their stomach. Nice. I need them to walk in and be like, "Holy shit! Mm-hmm. How the fuck did this bitch get <laughs> this in here?" Girl, you about to make my place look like a goddamn factory. Shit. I'm trying to have pink lights in this room, blue, purple lights in the main room, and now you you got disco balls and cages for the go-go dancers. What and so what I, yeah, because what what I realized is that if we were if I'm able if we're able to keep people, what I my prayer was like, okay, Lord, if you bless me, I will always if I will do the work. If you give me the work, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I make I I I, w- I was tired of some bitch tonight, but I knew that once the show started, those people paid eight dollars per person. For those tickets to come and watch me online, they deserve a show. I don't give a shit how tired I am. There's no cheating. I'm not fit. Since we started the shows on Zoom, I performed the first 45 minutes nonstop. So no matter how tired I am, mm-hmm. you do. We perform you do. the first 45 minutes nonstop, song after song after song after song, mm-hmm. because that's what people pay for. They pay with tax. It's ten dollars yeah. and twelve cents. I don't give a shit if it was 15 people in there or 400 people in there. They deserve a good show. It's like a concert because the way your the way your songs pump out one after the other, it's like a concert. There's very little room for a break in between. Um, Aaron uh, Black Irish, um, who's a fabulous house DJ out here in Las Vegas. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Keande. Um, He says, hey, Phoenix. Hey, Savannah. Where will this be located? Keande. I'm finna, I, I ought to text you right now, you, Keandre, <laughs> That's my friend. I didn't. That's my friend. He'll oh, wow. Small world. Yes, I know Keandre. That's my friend. He'll never respond to me. We supposed to be going to lunch. Everything. He'll respond to me. Girl, I, same. He responded to me when I run into him at Walmart. Child. Oh, so he liked that with everybody. Child. He take like five days to respond to a damn hey text. You send him a hey, he take five days to say hey back. Mm, I, oh, I'm still waiting. So, so where? Huh? I'm still waiting on the hey back. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so where? So where is it going to be located so everyone will know? I mean, I know. Uh, so we is. are eight fifty five East Twain, uh, Suite one thirteen. Okay. Right next okay. door. Okay. So yeah. Yep. Right there, so y'all can go see her show, and then y'all can get something to eat at Jimmy's. Mm-hmm. Perfect, because y'all y'all gonna see her in there. Shit <laughs> is and is, we is indeed, but it's so uh, that's a, that's the thing though. I don't want to do. I don't want anything where I have to work twenty five people. Mm-hmm. Oh, he 20- said they just got back from vacation in Puerto Rico. I'm not trying to hear any of that. Right, y'all got service out there. You, you. First of all, you wasn't on vacation when I ran into you at Walmart. <laughs> you wasn't. You wasn't on vacation in Puerto Rico. 
<laughs> Don't. Ooh, child. Oh, you Okay, Aaron, you better get Keanu. He getting chewed the hell out right now. <laughs> so, so how does how, um we gonna get a little personal here? How does your family feel about uh Savannah Westbrook? Uh, now, um, I think my family's probably more proud than uh, they did not think that drag was the way to go. They like didn't most think I could be successful doing drag. Mm-hmm. I always knew that Savannah Westbrook would make me. Uh, well, it, she hasn't made me a millionaire yet, but she will. Exactly, exactly. And I want to touch back on what you had said earlier, people. I want y'all to realize because I can definitely relate to what Savannah just said. When you ask God for something, you bet to be ready. Let me look right at my camera. You bet to be ready. Definitely got to be ready because yeah. it it will happen when you don't expect it but you'll know when it happens it you will know you will know and i was watching um ts madison and she and a lot of people don't really she's very well knowledgeable of the church and the bible and she's saying you know god will speak to you the way he knows you need to be heard like hey i see you over there what, what you doing get, get it together the spirit will yeah. will tell you and when you see those blessings be re- be open to receive them. Mm-hmm. Be open. That's all you got to do. I think that I feel like a lot of people, if we just pray to be a good steward over what we get, mm-hmm. it, it, I just like, because for me, I would always give myself goals and then it would never be what, and so I, then I'd be disappointed. And so then I just start from like, I just want to be a good steward. I want to make sure that I'm not just doing anything. That's why I work so, like, I, I'm going on this cruise. But I feel bad that I'm going because I know that I need to get the Westbrook Cabaret done. Mm-hmm. And and these seven days, I'm not going to be working. I'm not going to be in there working. I'm not going to be doing the shows. And that's kind of bothering me a little bit. But I've got to because I need to recharge because I get back. Exactly. I, I don't have any. I don't you know, I don't I don't have an assistant anymore. We're still looking for an assistant. I don't mm. have. Uh, we're still trying to get a staff and everything else. Uh, in the cabaret, and because on the first we start rehearsals, we do have two dance. Well, we've got a dancer. Hopefully, we'll have another one by mm-hmm. the, uh, by the by, by the time I get back. But mm-hmm. um, but taking a break is very important. I've done that with my show when I first started uh, three years ago. I was pumping out shows every Friday uh, for like three months. So that's like twelve weeks, twelve episodes of me getting stuff together, finding music, and everything. It's it's a lot mentally, and it will drain you. So it's important, like you said, to recharge. It's important to step back, breathe, relax. And then, you know, when you come back, you're like, all right, let's go. Let's get to work. Let's get this done. True. Very true. But like at the same time, uh, for me, like I, when you, at the end of the day, if, if there's a dream and there's a goal, the only way to achieve it is to do the work. True. Every dream is, is absolutely possible. However, nobody... In, we'll see the dream and then we'll think about the dream. But then when it comes down to doing the, the work that is actually required to attain it, mm-hmm. nobody wants to do the work. Like right. you've got to do the work. Mm-hmm. Otherwise the dream will remain a dream. The reason God gave us the dream is so that we can bring it to fruition. Right. And so in order to do that, I just want to be a good steward and I want to do the work, whatever the work is required to get me here. All right. Because at the, the top of one mountain is certainly the bottom of the next true that's true and aaron just said you you can't pour from your cup if it ain't full in the first place Mm. 
that's so true that's so true so you've done two pageants large and lovely and um mbu grand which is like oh mbu and he was saying if you want to do a, a hard pageant christopher Ramon said go go to mbu he said them people will get you together and with that what oh, pageant you want to do <laughs> i huh? don't think here's the thing i don't think that's true I, I, people say oh because everybody told me that they, oh, they was gonna eat me up at mbu it was my first time they didn't know who i was they ate me up all right you just got to be, I think you just got to go in being good and being confident. Here's, and what I learned is that you can, everybody's idea of what looks expensive does not look expensive. So you have to ask those that right. you've got, like, it, it always amazes me when people will go to people that have never won a national pageant uh, and ask them how to win a national pageant. You, you can't go to someone that has not done something and ask them how to do it. They, they don't know. You're both learning. You'll both be learning. You can't. I can't go to somebody that has never won gown, a gown category, mm -hmm. and say, hey, girl, how can I win gowns? She don't know. She has no idea. She has no mm -mm. idea. Mm -mm. So you can't go to them. Because you don't know what those judges are thinking. Here's the thing. People will tell you, oh, um, they're going to eat you up. That Those are all scare tactics. You don't know. You don't know that. When they when don't go in there. Don't go into any. Let me tell you something. Want to win this? If you, you're just trying to show that you are the best. If you, there's, I always say you should compete effectively. Meaning you've got to make mm -hmm. sure that you, when you, when you're going to a system, look at what you, look at what you're being, what you're bringing or what you think, what you think would be, uh, a, uh, what you think you should bring. Mm -hmm. And then look at what's been on that stage in, in previous years and be honest with yourself. Is that going to stand up to what normally hits this stage? Because if it's not, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Don't spend your money looking for experience. You spend That's your true. money because you want to win, not because you want people right. to see you. Right. Need system. You got to know it. You got to know and And here's the thing, what? even if you don't know the system, if you don't know I'm the sorry, system, go ahead. If you don't know the mm -hmm. system, people will say that's a bad thing. It's not always a bad thing that you no. don't know the system. Do you know why? Because now you're not going in with all these preconceived notions of what you should and should not do. You go mm -hmm. in there, you be authentically you and you be good and you could win. Exactly. Exactly. And most people going into the system into a pageant system, they don't really know it. And yeah. that and like you said, that's fine. That's normal. Because you're going to learn. And most people, they don't, most, uh, most uh, uh, judges, they don't know what they like until they see it. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. So what, if you decide to do another pageant, what pageant would you want to do? Um, <clears throat> I mean, there's so many to choose from. <laughs> I... I... <laughs> I don't think that I'll ever do another pageant. I would rather be a corporate sponsor for a pageant. Mm -hmm. um, mm. So I, so I've, 
back in the day we did pageants because we wanted work. Um, mm-hmm. And we wanted the recognition and all of that. And the crown is amazing. The walks are amazing. But what is, how is this going to change my real life? Right. So instead of doing a pageant, I think I'd rather be a corporate sponsor to a pageant. And I'm going to produce a pageant. My mm. uh, Miss Hey You, I Love You. Because the system that I want to create is something that actually changes a person's life. Like this is where... We wanted we we're going to be giving away uh, about fifteen thousand dollars. You'll get two thousand dollars the night you win, then a thousand dollars per month for, for the year of your reign. No mm. system does that. No system that's legit paying someone's rent every month. If you if I win this pageant, girl, I know I'm gonna be good all year long. That is uh that is a a a a uh, a weight off the shoulders for most. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you could easily get you can easily get five ten thousand dollars the night of, and most people will be broke within the next week. True, because True. they're trying to pay for things. But if you to to actually help someone be better, I think that that would be so. That's what I'd rather do. But mm. if I if I were to just do another pageant, mm-hmm. if I hypothetically, you know, there there are three. Oh, okay. If I were to just, if I decided to do another pageant, mm-hmm. um, one I want to do because I, I've done it once and I didn't make the 12. I don't want to win. I would like to make the 12, though, which is continental. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it because I was like, is I, it continental? <laughs> yeah. I, the first time I went, I was, thir- I was, I think, 14th or 15th. Mm. Uh, I would like to. I would like to make the twelve because, and I made my own dress. I would, you know, it was, it was. So to be thirteen to fourteen out of twenty-seven, I felt pretty good about myself. But I would like to make the twelve so I can mm. compete final night. Okay. Uh, I definitely had to pack light and just wear white. Uh, I would like to. <laughs> I would like to compete a U.S. of A. Uh, but if I competed, mm. I would actually U.S. of A to win. I would go absolutely to win okay and uh because you're too young to do classic huh yeah i yeah, i'm too i'm only 38 oh wow so no, yeah okay yeah you're four years older than me wow okay we're right in that same age bracket okay wow mm-hmm. y'all about to say yeah you're too young to do classic yeah you got about then, another 30 years for that maybe Maybe, maybe, big, maybe, big, 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 maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen. Now, what is that one? Queen, uh, uh, Giselle uh, Barbie Royale is uh, the reigning queen. Oh, and, okay. uh, Quentin Tejour is uh, the reigning king. king oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. So, um, are you going to uh, MBU this month? Uh, no, no, no. I, I was going to be there, but then the, the cruise. I have to be here in Las Vegas to get the cabaret together. As much as I would love to be there, mm-hmm. uh, all of my money is going into the cabaret. Okay, I can't. I, can't, I just, I just, I'm not going. Yeah, because I think it's going to be amazing. Uh, it's going to be amazing, amazing pageant. It's going to be amazing step down for Giselle Lord. Um, who I just 
I love her. Mm-hmm. I love her. When my sister showed me her talent from 2017, girl, you don't know how many times I have played that video over and over and over. And I reached out to her and I said, hey, I've seen this video. I showed it so many people. I said, you are just everything to me. You are so beautiful, so gorgeous. And to I, I always I always fangirl out when I when I meet you know pageant pageant winners uh people that's competing in pageants that I look up to I always fangirl out because I'm just like I'm like I look up to you it's like oh my god you're an inspiration you know and yourself included it it's amazing to see what can be done and what a person can produce with just an idea it's amazing it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, my very similar to your pageant you've got coming up uh, next year. Yeah, yeah. So my my gay mother, Malie, has royal crowning, and she put it on years ago. And she's going to bring it back next year for the ladies. And then 2024, she's going to bring it for men and women, and um, which I plan on competing in that. Um, but she told me for one of her categories back in the day, she made it very hard for the girls. She had a category you had to recreate a Bob Mackie dress mm. and it had to you would have to and um what did she say my you know put it in the comments you you know um I think you had to bring the Barbie doll and then you had to come out yourself. So it's like you see the doll and then you see a life-size version of the dress. And she was telling me it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Because anybody that knows fashion, and yeah, and you know, Bob Mackie is not easy. That is not an easy recreation. No. So, I mean, if you do the, uh, if you do a Miss Hey You, I Love You, yeah, very, very expensive. If you do a Miss Hey You, I Love You, are you going to do a Mr.? So I don't want to do a Mister, but I will have the royal escort. So uh, there will there won't be, but there will be a royal es- escort for the for the queen. And so uh, where they they would have a booking fee everywhere she went, they would escort her, making sure they open all of her doors. They uh, mm-hmm. they cater to her everywhere she goes. Mm-hmm. They're there, and they'll be in uh, uh, uniform. Nice, nice, wow. That's amazing. So one last question, and then we're just going to have some little fun, a little lightning round questions. Okay. Um, last question. I made sure I saved this for last. How does it feel to finally have the Westbrook Cabaret come together and like come to life, like outside the home? Um, or how does it feel to have your space? To be very fair, I think I've tried not to think about it as much. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, um, I, I. So we just got lights today. So when I go back there mm-hmm. tonight, when I get off of here, it'll mm-hmm. be the first time I can go in and actually turn a light on. That mm-hmm. made it a little emotional for me. All of this oh, is I'm very sure. emotional. I, but I don't, sure. I don't really think it's actually hit me just yet because I'm. It's a lot of work. So we're doing a lot right. of work. And so my prayer, to be very fair, is like, Lord, I hope that when it hits me, it's not uh, 
it's not this tearful moment to where I can't pull myself together, but more of a pride thing. Like, look at what you allowed me to do. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. I can stand tall and be able to perform and not break. I feel like I can't keep breaking down. Like I can't (laughs) be a wimp. Like as, as grateful as I am, I cannot keep, I can't because here's the thing. When I get into the places that I'm going, Mm-hmm. I can't sit in boardrooms and they don't want to hear that all the time. I've got to give them the facts of what we're able to do. And I've got right. to give them that without breaking down every turn. Mm-hmm. Because what we do, just like, so for me, uh, somebody asked me who is the my greatest, the question you asked me earlier, what well, my greatest inspiration, I didn't get to that. It's kind of RuPaul in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and not for the reason I think people think RuPaul opened the door for us, a great door that most people oh, yes. here. The only way to get through is to go through that show. Mm-hmm. And I realized, no, it wasn't through the show. RuPaul opened the door. You just mm-hmm. got to be good enough to get through it, to, to walk through as well. If exactly. Get through, I can get through. She has exactly. her. I have people helping me. She believed in herself. I believe in myself. I feel right now to be not be cocky, but I legit feel like I am in. I feel like I'm in in before season one of Drag Race happened when nobody's really paying attention to it, nobody's really caring. But I know that it's going to be something because mm-hmm. nobody believed Drag Race would would last and be what it is today. Not right, season, not season one. Right, but here yeah, we ooh, are. Here we are now, and it's all over the world. Yep. And different, even spinoffs. And I mean, oh my gosh. But I mean, you know what? It's I can guarantee it's going to happen where you just step back and look and you just cry. But it's okay because you're taking it all in. You're looking at like, damn, I did this. God has blessed me to do this. Once it is is done, there's Mm -hmm. no more curtains to hang. There are no more lights to hang. I can sit everything. I think then it'll be, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll see. Oh, yeah. Because trust and believe, just a few days ago, I was talking to a friend of mine and I said, you know what? Because they asked me, to like, do you look back on some of your stuff? I said, what do you mean? He's like, do you look back and see what you've accomplished with your show? I said, sometimes I look back. And I'm always the type of person, I don't like watching myself. When I when it's done, it's done, you know? And now I've gotten to the point where I do watch myself and I just laugh and I'm just like, oh my God, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, I should have did this better. But at the same time, I'm so proud of myself of what I've done. Because mm-hmm. I, like I told my friend, I said, baby, do you know I have had pageant title holders? I've had drag race girls. I've had a local politician. I've had business owners. I mean, and it's all just from me. I did all this work. And, you know, like yourself, people don't realize sometimes it's like a one man show. It's a one person show. People don't see all the hard work we have to do, all the stress we go through to make sure everything is running smooth. Mm-hmm. So I, t- I, I, I take my hat off to you. I give you, I, I, I throw you your flowers, girl. Okay. <laughs> Every damn flower. <laughs> but um, again, I'm so proud. I can't. I cannot wait. 
I cannot wait to step through those doors and say, my friend did this. This is a spot. Look at that. That's what's up. That is what's up. And I think what's going to be so rewarding is um, and to see them in person. And let me tell y'all real quick before we go, because we got about five minutes. When you watch the Westbrook Cabaret on Zoom, Savannah makes you feel like you are inside a cabaret. She will tell people, make sure Rufus got your food. Make sure you get your drinks. You sat down somewhere. Don't you leave without paying your bill. Pay your tab. <laughs> some of them did not pay, pay your tab. I'm going to send them a bill. I know, and I know you got a list. I know you like Jennifer Lewis. You are on my list. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, if y'all, if y'all want a good time and enjoy the comfort from your own home, you need to watch the Westbrook Cabaret Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Zoom. The tickets are eight damn dollars, y'all. Cheap, cheapest show you ever gonna see. But you get a million dollar production numbers. The girl don't play. The girl don't play. She got about 5 million fans that blow on her. I didn't know how I was going to do that with these fans blowing on me. But it felt good, though, when you start sweating. It, yes, it do now. And keep your cool. <laughs> okay. You keep your cool now. And the other <clears throat> thing that I, I love about the Westbrook Cabaret is you give people behind the scenes access. They see you getting ready. They see, you know, you getting ready. You talk to the people. And, um, and you even talk to them after the show. You know, mm -hmm. and they are, they blow up them comments, y'all. They be up in there. And through the cabaret, people have formed friendships, you know, yes. myself included. I've had people hit me up, send me friend requests, uh, even after the show. And it's it's amazing. Amazing. Oh, uh, Malie wants to know, did you like your Icon Award? I did, actually. It's gonna, I'm going to be hanging it up in the dressing room at the cabaret. I thought that was very sweet of you all. Thank you so very much. Yes, yeah. yes. The one thing I can say about my mother is she is a she's a staple in, in the community, a staple in the black community, a staple in the gay community. And she knows she knows how to recognize true talent and, and great people. You know, she has a great team behind her. Um, and it's always nice when you get recognition from people and sometimes the smallest, smallest mm -hmm. gift can have the biggest impact. Yeah, cause I was Let me say that again for y'all. Ooh, cause that just, yeah. I'm gonna say that one more time for y'all cause that just touched me right there. The smallest gift has the biggest impact. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, that is our time. I have to close the doors. I got to make sure the crew mops up this goddamn floor for all y'all. Huh? Thought you said we should do a lightning round. Oh, yeah, lightning I'm sorry, baby. I'm telling you, the sickness got me. Oof. Okay. Lightning so I said, round. I guess I told you out tonight. You going to bed. I've been in bed all day, too. Getting up from beginning to the end is not cute. That's what I get for eating late at night. Um. Okay, so lightning round. I'm going to just... Um, Give you two names and you pick one and we do it like that. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna start off easy. Clark sisters, pay sisters. Clark sisters. Ooh. Okay. 
Patty or Gladys? Patty. Mm. Janet or Beyonce? Beyonce. Well, this is lovely. I'll talk to you later. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So, we, my family never listened to Janet. Really? So we didn't grow up listening. I did. I had no idea. I didn't hear Janet until I was an adult. And I was like, oh, okay, well. But so, but by that time, everything else was already, we just, it just wasn't in my house. True. True. My dad really? loves Janet, but I wasn't raised with my dad. You know, I, so. And they're two different performers. You know, Janet's an entertainer. Beyonce is a vocalist. So, yeah, it, it's two different spectrums. Um, well, Beyonce is also an entertainer. Well, she so. is an entertainer. Of course. <laughs> That's oh, not... of course, hands down. <laughs> I ain't taking that away from her. That's not... I ain't taking that away from her. Let's. I was almost. Um. <laughs> what's the other one I, I was about to say? Oh, Barbara Streisand or Adele? Adele. Oh, um. Yeah, that's a tough one. Adele. Oh, Adele. They're so, they're so similar. Adele. Adele. For sure. <laughs> Barbara. Uh, I do like Barbara Streisand a, a great deal. There's quite a few of so her songs that I used to do all the time, to be very fair. Mm-hmm. But Adele, for sure. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I love I, I love Adele. I love like my my interviews with celebrities, because I feel like with the right interview, you get to know someone. And when she did her Oprah interview and all that white, you really got to know her. And she she seems like she is so fun to hang around. Like she cusses like a sailor. You know, she just has this great bubbly personality. So I, I love Adele too. I do. I do. Um, who can I pair this person with? Uh, oh, Malie says you are you are welcome. You truly deserve it. Oh, thank you. Oh Lord, who? Damn, there's nobody I can compare this one to. Phyllis Hyman. Oh, you can't compare her. You can. I can't wait to do a full night of fillers. So the reason I haven't Ooh. done it now is because I feel like if I do a full full night of fillers, Hyman, we're gonna have to have a suicide hotline on on on, on ready to go because it's all. But with it's all very sad music. Like it is, it is. She gets you in your, like I, I grew all up. The songs I know about about fillers, Hyman. Most of them are about heartbreak, and then I know. So I want, but I can't wait to do a full night of fillers in the new space because with oh. dancers and feathers and oh. Mm. When you just said you're gonna do a night of Phyllis Hyman, girl, I still have chills right now because mm-hmm. I grew up listening to Phyllis. My mother played the hell out of Phyllis. Oh, I love like Phyllis. my two favorite Phyllis songs, "Living All Alone" and "Meet Me on the Moon." Mm, meet I, me oh, on the moon, baby. Oh, girl, girl, mm. ooh, that, that good five seven minutes. I found love. I found love. Ooh, when I looked into your eyes, there it was. Oh, listen, child, come on, Phyllis, I can't wait. Mm. Mm, I under your spell. And now that I have the space, like you know, here, if I throw my hands up, I'm going. My my ring will catch the curtains and all of this. Uh, but there, I could do oh. a full on cartwheel and not touch anything. I'm so excited. When you do Phyllis, are you gonna have like some of the crowns she used to wear? Yes. Oh, baby. You must not know who I am, baby. Absolutely. Baby. That's going to be, gonna be an amazing, be most phenomenal show, girl. Ever. When you do that night. I'm bringing my mama. Baby, it is going to be... Uh, I can't wait. Oh. It's go- so the, the oh, grand opening have to have is November 7th through the 11th. And there's a show every night of the of the week. Okay. Um, 
there uh, the the tickets uh, are uh, seats are there are only twenty five seats a hundred dollars per seat. Uh, if you want to come all five days, you can get all five days for three fifty. There are only ten seats available at that price for all five days. Hmm. Putting this in so everyone knows. So right here, there y'all see grand opening November seventh through the eleventh, twenty twenty two. So y'all better get y'all tickets. I will Ticks definitely will be, be on right in a little bit. Oh, look at that, y'all. Y'all better hit to that event, right? Because I'm definitely girl. If if there's any show I'm not gonna miss, I'm not gonna miss that feeling. Because I'm oh, bringing my mama to that one because she loved her some feelings. She saw her twice. I can't wait. And though. I think I think I know you. I know you know this. When TV One came out with Unsung, Phyllis was the first one they did. They did Phyllis mm -hmm. first. And mm -hmm. I still watch that over and over again. There is nobody like her. Nobody. I don't think I've ever. Oh my I God. was young when she uh, when she passed, but I cried like a baby. I cried. Oh, my mother did I was, too. I was so. My devastated. mother was heartbroken. She was heartbroken when she died. Oh my God. I don't know why they didn't know I was gay then. I uh, <laughs> ain't no child ought to cry that hard. <laughs> Especially for a female singer. Oh, I was devastated. I was Child. so devastated. Absolutely. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Okay, that's a good one. Thanks, Ma. Uh, Malie says Celine Dion or Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, absolutely. Oh, yeah. The voice. The yes, voice. Sir. And you know what? It's so funny, too. Because, again, I was watching Madison. She was saying she could see Whitney doing some of Celine's songs from back in the day, like, um, you know, Because You Love Me and... Um, mm -hmm. Even the Christina Aguilera song that she did for Mulan, you know, I could see Whitney doing reflections and putting that riff on there, just tearing oh, yeah. it up. Oh, that's a hard one. Whitney or Mariah? Whitney. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go with Whitney too. I'd have to go with Whitney me. Too. I mean, I, here's the thing. So I love Mariah because Mariah's a diva. Mm -hmm. But over the years, her performances are not necessarily that great. They like, went downhill. Whitney's weren't that great. Uh, you know, but she was still Whitney, mm -hmm. and she's still like I just I I prefer Whitney. I love Mariah because I mean, bitch, it's the only she the only bitch I know gonna get paid twenty million dollars, <sighs> four bars of the number, to, and have an escort everywhere she go to to walk her out and take four steps in them shoes that she can't walk in. I live and, and she stand gonna, right there, and she gonna be done. And just what I there. know for sure, she might sound like utter shit. That that hair done. That makeup is gonna be together. She's gonna be in drag. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we all know why Mariah's like that. You know, Nick hit that esophagus, honey, and, and did the Ursula sucked her voice right out. <laughs> <laughs> he hit the back of that throat and that, that dick said, Sing, bitch, sing. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so last one. No, I got I have two, two more. So first one, SWV or escape. Now that is a hard one. Mm-hmm. No. Oh. I knew I was gonna get you. Oh SWV. Hmm. Oh, but then there are uh, 
SWV. I tell you what, if you want, you can do both. You can say both. SW. No, I'm. A, I would go with S. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would. I would go SWV. Mm. I gotta go with the skate for that one. I would go with SWV. Yeah, I gotta go with escape. I love me some escape. Oh my gosh. I do too, but I just if I had to choose, and I I, I do want to see both of them in concert though, because I love. I, I love my 90s because those those seeing those artists and you in a room full of grown folks and we all know the songs and we know the words. We know we about to have a damn good time. Indeed. You know? Indeed. Uh, last one. Okay. Two greats. Two greats. Oh my God. With two different styles though. I'm going to say it like this. The purple one or the gloved one. And you know who I'm talking about, Michael. Okay, I, I would choose. Oh, Melissa, wrong one. Uh, uh-uh, uh, my, you wrong for that. You wrong. For, SWV is good. They is the shit. <laughs> I like but, what I'm. But exactly, Michael, you like what you like, Michael. Is I would still. It would be hard to choose between both of them, but yeah, Michael for sure. I, I would say Michael too. Yeah, I I grew up. Michael was my world when I was a kid. Like like every like every kid, we all wanted to be like Michael. So for me, like I never, I never, as a kid, I never believed him. I didn't look at Michael and thought thought Michael was gay. Me I either. definitely looked at Prince and was like, I think he wanted the girls, right? Wearing and heels. I felt like, and I felt like he just didn't come out as one of the girls. I just, and he could have not been. But in, I just felt that way. And I just, I don't know. I, and not, not to be very fair, uh, for a very long time, guys that I would date were very Prince. They were very mm. heels, pantyhose, like very feminine. Very I, flamboyant. Would, yeah, very flamboyant. However, musically and entertainment wise, I just, it's some, it was something about Michael Jackson, like that he electrified his audience. From the people from the very front to those in the back, there's nobody to this day that has had as many ambulances leave their oh. concert because people were passing out and all of that because of him. Be- even before the show, I think is amazing. Yeah, they were passing out before the show, before the man even stepped on stage. They are just going crazy. Yes, and he would, he would pop up behind that ceiling. I so honey, people. It's I've awesome. never seen. Yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I always say to this day, there is not one entertainer that can stand on the stage for two, two minutes and people are falling hell out, crying, acting like they done seen the second coming of Jesus. Ain't Child. Yeah, there, there will be nobody Ain't like move. Michael. Ain't, Ain't move. Just breathing. And when he would cock that head to the side, ooh, they go even more crazy because they just like, damn, he just moved. <laughs> Damn, just he just moved. Damn, <laughs> damn, like, you blink. I damn, missed it. He just moved. Ah! I missed it. I, I blinked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, child, yeah. There's nobody like him. Nobody. Nobody. And I always say, I wish he could have did at least just one show of This Is It. Because when I saw those costumes, I said, Damn, that show would have been the shit. Oh, because there's nobody like him. Like he's think, he was one of those few performers where all he needed 
so I know that this is like crazy, but this is just how I feel. Band. I don't think Michael ever intended <laughs> on doing this is it. I don't think he really? ever intended on doing this is it. I don't. I don't think that I think that Michael uh I I, I just I feel like it I don't think it was an accident. I feel like this is just my opinion. This is just my opinion. Mm. That they have been getting that stuff for years to sleep. I feel like maybe he felt like he wasn't as good as he was good because he's a perfectionist. I feel like maybe it got to him and he, he wanted that to happen. I don't think that he was going to do it. I don't think yeah. that. I just don't. And the only I feel like the only way that he felt to cancel it was to. That's just how I feel. I could be wrong. But I don't think he was ever planning on doing this is it. That's why there was so much filming during his mm. uh, rehearsal. <laughs> theory. There, yeah. That's why there was so much filming during his. Because he uh, tried to hold a lot of it, and he didn't. He never wanted to go full out. And like you say, he's a perfection. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to Michael. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, there'd be no one like him. No one like him. And he, I always say he was one of those performers where all he needed was the band, the lights, and the stage, and his dances. That's it. No no video screens. He had his little pyrotechnics here and there, but that's all he needed. Yeah. That's all he needed. Yep. Well, I'm going to let you go because I know you got to go to that cabaret and make sure it is spick and span and fabulous for us. But I thank you so much. I know it took me a long time to get you on this show, but I got you, and it, it was all in God's timing. It was perfect to get you towards the towards the end, so I can have all my save my best people for last, but never least, you know, uh, never least. Thank you for. And I caught you. I caught you shading me when Roman was on there. I caught you. I I was watching. <laughs> I ain't shade you. Girl, you said he said he's gonna have me on the show, but every time I see him, he said I'm working on new episode. You ain't working on new episode, child. Girl, I be working. I be working. That ain't reading you. That's calling it what it is. <laughs> but I just be so I do, I I be so busy. I'll be thinking about the next one, the next one, the next one. But just do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, I look up to you and I, I just admire, I admire your courage, your strength, your tenacity, your work ethic. I love it. I see it. Because like I said on my Facebook, you may not always see me, but just know I'm watching. I'm keeping tabs on my people. I'm making sure everybody's okay. I'm always lurking. And you are definitely on my list. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Miss Savannah... I thank you so much. I hope you have a blessed evening. You be safe going to that space. All right. And I will see you very soon. All right. I'll talk to y'all later. And then for all of my people on here, I'll be live once I get to the uh, cabaret so y'all can see the new floors. There you go. All there right. You go. See you later. All right, baby. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'll leave you. Oh, that's there it is, y'all. There it is, y'all. Savannah Westbrook, the one and only. Oh, that was fun. 
that was, I didn't know how I was going to get through this y'all. Cause I'm not, I, I still don't feel well. I don't know how I was going to get through this. I didn't know how I was going to have this energy, but God, God. So next week I have the fabulous from chasing LA season two, Miss Nicole Ray. She will be on the show and I will be chatting it up with her talking about her business, which is she is the CEO and owner of Red Carpet Hair Studio out in Moreno Valley, California. She is an amazing, beautiful person. And um, I can't wait to have her on the show uh, next week on the 21st of October. And then next month, um, I'm going to let y'all in a little secret because we're wrapping up the season here. Season four is almost wrapping up, y'all. I have mm, November 5th. I have up-and-coming Las Vegas rapper Ross Floss. November 12th, the former Mr. Gay USA at Large 2015, Kane Connors. And actually on October, no, on November 12th, I will have a special co-host who I interviewed, Dennis, from the web series Lovers and Friends. And at the end of the month, to close out, oh, thank you, mother. Thank you, mother. And speaking of which, funny how I clicked on her comment. To close out November, before the season four in the Tejor Takeover by uh, my brother Roman Tejor, Malie Hill, a.k.a. Mama Peaches, will be on the show. I'm excited. I'm excited. We're, we're, we are leaving, and we're going to step into season five next year. Bigger bag. So I will see y'all later. If you would like to contribute to the show to give a love offering, my cash app is at the bottom, scrolling past, dollar sign, Phoenix Vuitton. And if you want to support the Westbrook Cabaret, Savannah's cash app is right there as well, dollar sign, H-Y-I-L-Y. Hey, you, I love you. All righty. So y'all be fierce, be fabulous, but always be you. God bless y'all. I will see y'all next week, October 21st. On a Saturday, we are moving to Saturday, y'all. October 21st, 5 p.m. Nicole Ray from Chasing LA Season 2 will be in the building. All right, y'all have a good night. I'm about to go rest up. And uh, toodaloo. <laughs>